Welcome to the Today I Learned podcast hosted at Desi Pradesi. Desi Pradesi is a Discord server where South Asian people from all over the world come together and connect. This podcast will be focusing on topics that are interesting and thought-provoking. Other than live on the Discord server, you can find this podcast streaming across all major platforms on Instagram and on Clubhouse. Today, we're going to talk about relationships, specifically all of our burning questions that we have to do with relationships. So before we get into that, let's just introduce our host. My name is Amul and I live in Toronto, Canada. I was born in Pakistan and I lived there for a bit because I have had the pleasure of living between both cultures. I definitely feel that that has contributed a lot to my personal development. Hi guys, my name is Divya. I'm here just to share my two cents with a little bit of sugar, spice, sass, and that special perspective that comes from being Desi and identifying as an Indian person having born and raised in a Western country. Well, hello there. Uh, my name is Paimon. Uh, you guys know me as Maverick. I'm actually Persian. I have a lot of friends from different uh, corners of the world. So I love, uh, you know, getting to know uh, anyone and everything. I'm just going to be providing my two cents on the subject of relationships. Perfect. Okay, so then let's get right into it. I have a question for you all. What is the most important thing in a relationship? I think the most important thing has to be communication. Like it, communication is vital in in a uh, in a relationship because it serves as kind of like the cornerstone of uh, of what it's all about. I mean, if, if there's no communication, I have no idea like how a relationship even works. I don't I don't even know if it if will even work. You don't even get started. But uh, I just believe that number one thing has to be communication that is clear between both parties for example let's say um if you if you're in a relationship and you want to buy a car one of them wants to buy a car um you know you can't just like go do it you gotta like communicate that especially about like uh, you know uh, um, important things such as budgets uh you know uh, what's going to be used for if it's going to be shared if it's not going to be shared etc those are some really good thoughts mav and i and i completely agree i think you know it is incredibly crucial to have that sense of um, clear and concise sharing of ideas and thoughts and actions. Amal, I think this is a fantastic question. Um, in ruminating on it a little bit while Pimon was uh, speaking, I would say in my eyes, the most important thing in a relationship is the value system. So when you determine the set of traits and the approach that someone will take to a situation, depending on what their value system is, you know, what they prioritize, how they feel about things, how they approach a situation. I feel like that's what sort of determines and creates this baseline for understanding your reactions and actions and your partner's actions and reactions that take place within the relationship. And saying that, I know it's a very broad thing. I sort of cheated on the question, but I feel like these can be a basket of things. So. You know, for example, for me, it's it's work ethic, it's trustworthiness, it's that morality of a person as to, you know, how a situation can arise and, and how they face challenges when it comes up in their day-to-day -day lives and how they translate that into what it means being a person and what it means to be a partner. So to me, it's really, it's a big basket of things. It's this underlying concept and ideology of how they think that translates into what they do 
that I think is the hallmark of a very important concept and and key piece of a relationship. I mean, I definitely agree with both of you. And and Payman, I'm going to copy your answer actually because because when I was thinking about the answer to this um, question that I posed myself, I came to the same conclusion about the communication piece as well. I uh, like to joke around with my now husband that, you know, him and I have the same halal haram ratio, which, uh, which, which basically means that essentially that like him and I have the same moral compass. And I think that that is because we have that communication open to, to be able to talk about, you know, serious issues, funny issues, sad issues, um, with each other and just see each other's perspective. Personally, I think that in any relationship, even if you guys are the most alike, there are going to be certain, you know, situations where you might not think the same way. And, and being able to communicate what you're feeling based on someone else's action um, towards you, and then also listening to to their justification of it and then making a rational sort of conclusion is is definitely the most important thing. I think I'm just going to be a little bit cliche here and use two incredibly uh, common phrases. And the first one being to be able to walk a mile in someone else's shoes, um, to be able to definitely understand where the other person is coming from and then to keep your ego in check. Um, because because sometimes our our pride and our ego get get in the way of being able to communicate when we're hurt. So now we, we actually do have some people in the audience here. Guys, if you would like to answer this question, what is the most important thing in a relationship? Go ahead and raise your hand and then we'll bring you up and you can give us your two cents. I would have to say trust. The reason why I say trust is because um, in our culture, in Asian culture, there's a lot of men and there can be women as well who don't really trust their um, spouses or their partners. Uh, even though the spouse, the other half, the, you know, their partner is loyal and they wouldn't even think of cheating um, or anything like that, still the, uh, the other partner has doubts and they basically, in our culture, there's too many men who basically keep the woman at home and they're like, buying each other. Or um, if you can't work with men or just stuff like that. It's because of they don't trust their other half to, you know, um, just go to work and earn money and do what they're doing. And so I would have to say trust. So I think that in the same vein as what Div has suggested, mine is also kind of a basket of things, but respect. Because I think from respect comes the communication, from respect comes an understanding of the value systems. And without respect, like, it's hard to make anything work. If someone is respecting you, they will not never, like, even think about, like, crossing that borderline, you know? So I think um, respect and loyalty, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll just say not just in marriage uh, i think just in general in any relationship communication is key that's i think the most important thing another thing that's really important 
And as humans, I think we really need to just learn to forgive our partners because no relationship is perfect. And I think that's really important for you to like, you know, have a successful and healthy relationship. So while I understand where Anam's coming from in terms of forgiving your partner, I do want to say that if they make a mistake that they shouldn't have, or if there's a um, lapse of judgment, do make them uncomfortable for a bit. Do show your anger, do show your disgust and let them be. They need to be in that uncomfortable space where they understand that it's not okay to do what they did. So the most important thing is uh, respect. If you don't develop respect, you're not going to be trusting that person and you're never going to love that person. If you have respect, you'll trust and you'll love. There are like multiple, but I would give you three. Respect each other and mutual understanding. And don't talk about your money when you are in a relationship. So I would like to say here, uh, compatibility and support. I believe that if you cannot openly and honestly communicate with your partner, there is definitely not going to be trust. There's not going to be loyalty. And there is going to be constant misunderstandings, which will just fester and, you know, sort of ruin a relationship. So communication for me is number one. Having fun together, having something in common with each other together, maybe activities. It can be something which two people do together to have fun. I do not think it's ever just one thing. It's always going to be an intermingling of various factors that, that are important to you in your life. Are you religious? Are you not that religious? Are you crazy about routines or not? Because those things at the end of the day are your day-to-day -day things which are going to create friction. Go for somebody who's compatible with you and then really try to see if the person likes you for who you are, your values, your thinking process. Everyone, thank you so much for your insights. This is exactly the kind of discourse that we look for. I know that Divya had a question for us all. Div, take it away. Thank you for the floor. So my first question is going to be a little bit spicy. And I feel like in the vein of, you know, things being very digital these days, I'm truly intrigued to know what your, what your takes are on this question. So my question that I'm going to pose to you is how do you feel about your partner having full access to your passwords? You know, the access to the passwords um i don't think that's a bad thing at all i think um i think it's fine um the problem is that like again it, it, uh, one of the things that we discussed previously was that communication thing if, if it goes back if, if either party has nothing to hide then what's the problem you know like if, if um one person is like no no i want i don't want you having my instagram password I don't know, like, that's a little bit of a red flag to me, but that's just, that could just be me. But then again, it's totally fine, because if, if a relationship is built on 100% trust, then why not provide the passwords? I think it should be fine, and, uh, you know, it's not like, you know, you have to be open. Then that's, that's more of a controlling relationship, where, you know, one person's like, no, no, I need to know all your DMs, I need to know who you're talking to. That's a controlling relationship. But if it's built on trust, then I don't see a, I don't see a problem where the passwords are provided to um, to each other, where you know it's not like a, a, a spying thing where someone just like you know looking through your stuff, be like you know, oh, why are you talking to Angela? Why are you talking to this person? No, if it's a trust thing, this should be fine. I think the password should be provided if it's a one hundred percent trust relationship. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that I definitely agree with Paimon and my and my answer again it is is actually incredibly similar. I think that having the password or not doesn't really matter as much as the kind of people that are in the relationship. And you know, you can have a, the password to everything, but then trust someone so much that you never actually go check. And I think that that's the little uh distinguishing factor uh, between having the password or, you know, um, feeling feeling jealous and anxious. And I think that maybe it is because I'm married, but just from a legal perspective as well, I think that, you know, when you do get married and everything, you, you actually need to make that little document of like, you know, uh, your your social media passwords and just just like you would your financial information, because I mean, if anything happens to you, then then that's something that, you know, they actually ask you to consider as well. So for that reason, I mean, if you're married, then and, and if you feel comfortable, then go ahead. And you know what, if if you are married, and you don't feel comfortable, or, you know, you actually don't see the need behind it, then that's completely okay too. I think that it definitely depends person by person. Viv, this is a great question. What are your thoughts about it? I think I'm truly torn, to be entirely honest with you both. I think that every time I've considered the essence of this question, it brings me back to this sort of you know, concept of my individuality as a person versus who I would be in that relationship. And while I would love to say that those are the same person, I know that on some level it's not. And what I mean by that is that let's just say I have a persona even here on Discord. You know, I'm a friend to you all. I enjoy having my conversations. This is kind of my space to have conversations with my friends. I would be entirely okay with letting a partner or even a family member or a friend, you know, jump in and take a look at who I am on here and how I am on here. But I don't know that I would like to give somebody that entire autonomy over going in and seeing everything I'm doing on a personal level. That being said, I completely agree with your points about, you know, when it comes to things like finances or sensitive information, stuff like that. Once you, you know, establish that level of trust and that baseline of you know connectivity with a partner i think it's a fantastic idea i mean um you know within my family we share passwords for certain things where you know there's critical information that affects everybody but i'm kind of a 50 50 on this guys i there are some places where i feel like it's you know better off something that i monitor and maybe if the person asks and they want to see you know full transparency. But in other cases, I feel sometimes it's nice to have that autonomy over what I'm doing and, and sort of what is mine. But that's my two cents. You know, I will completely agree with you. And this is just me going on a complete tangent. And then we'll hear from our audience here. But I think that that also comes down to just retaining being your own person at the end of the day, right? Like, for example, when you're when you're not with anyone, you are still operating on that autonomy and being your own person and then why why should that kind of stop just because you are you are with someone right because because your character and your moral compass and all of that hasn't changed so I completely completely understand where you're coming from 
I love it. And I knew you would. <laughs> and so now that we've asked this question, wondering if anybody in our audience has some thoughts they'd love to add. Well, in my opinion, I'm a per very private person. So my answer to this would be no, absolutely not. I would never share my password with my significant other. And I don't expect my significant other to share passwords with me ever. Um, I'm perfectly content with us not knowing what's on each other's phones. And that's kind of how we also do it with my family, that each one of us has individual accounts. Um, in theory, we can access each other's like accounts on our computers, but like we just basically have separate computers, separate accounts, separate lives, and we just kind of share using like Google Drive or something like that instead of like sharing passwords. I don't see a problem with, I don't see a problem with my partner having my passwords. Um, but it's a thing where um, the most important thing in a relationship is trust. And um, if, if a partner knows your passwords, that's fine. But if they're constantly going on your phone and every single app like WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, messenger just to see if you've done something wrong, then that's bad. So they can have your passwords and uh, my partner can have my password. But as long as you know, she doesn't keep going on them. Because um, if she keeps going on them to check if I spoke to, speak to someone, that means she doesn't trust me. So I think it's all about trust, really. I mean, he can have password of my email and things like that, but not my personal stuff like my phone. I don't think so. It's okay for him to have that kind of, kind of information about me. Like if things come down to that, it just means that he doesn't trust me. I don't think so. I will share things like my password. I will not ask him to share his passwords because I respect his privacy and I trust him. I have a common bank account and I'll share my password. Other than that, I don't ask, like, you know, even I don't want to give also. Like, it's it's like, you know, you are not trusting your partner. It's it's your personal space. You should respect personal space uh, each other, actually. That's what I'm trying to say. As a human being, everyone has a right to privacy. doesn't matter if you're married to that person. You, can, you should still have your own private bubble, like, you don't need to be doing everything or sharing everything with your partner all the time. I don't think that's very healthy, to be honest. Also, if like um, you're do you want someone's password just to like spy on them, and you think we can stop them from cheating on you, like the passwords aren't gonna do anything. If someone has that mindset, they can still go out and do things behind your back. If someone is, have uh, intention to cheat, uh, like getting the password will not solve it, right? So, and other way around, like uh, if someone is asking, that's not a big problem. Like, but if if if, if uh, this will happen again and again, like then it's not a good. I think uh, for me, personal space is very important. I mean, uh, you're not bound to tell every every other thing to your spouse. I think you should have your own individuality as well. Also, I feel sharing passwords, I think it's a really bad idea. It's going to harm your relationship too. I mean, you should trust your spouse. Like, you know, if you love someone, you should trust them. I think sharing passwords is kind of a toxic trait. And there are some boundaries in relationship which you can't cross. And it's one of them, I think. If you don't have anything to hide, then, I mean, why would you care? Like, I literally have my phone, like, laying around like all around the house i'm like very very bad about it and my phone is like never locked so i mean my family members if they like need to use my phone 
is totally fine. Like, I don't even care if people snoop around. I have nothing to hide. And then same goes for them. If, like, my husband, like, his phone, like, sometimes I won't have my um my battery on my phone. Maybe it's died. Like, he has no problem me using his phone to surf the net or I'm doing something for work. I think if you have something to hide, then you're going to be so paranoid about um, leaving your phone and be like, okay, don't look into my phone, this and that. I think like, yeah, if it, if they're being super extreme and they are like snooping around for no reason and they're insecure, I think that's another thing. I think uh, in a in a normal relationship, I think it is quite obvious to expect someone to share um, their passwords with you. I mean, you should be able to take a person's word for it, what they say, uh, without, you know, having any further inquisitiveness. And if uh, someone is making you feel insecure about something, then it's it's better to just, you know, sort of talk it out instead of uh, venturing into a fishing expedition, uh, I would say. The thing is that, so for instance, I, like, if I'm not sharing my password with someone, it does not necessarily mean I'm cheating on them or I have something to hide. You know, maybe I have some conversations from like 15 years ago when I wasn't mature enough, you know, those 15-16 conversations maybe you're not comfortable with your partner looking at them maybe you haven't not developed that level of comfort with them so it's, it's not always for one reason that you are interested in someone else or you are talking to someone else in, in a capacity that you shouldn't be talking to them it's not necessary necessary to share passwords now if one wishes to share password with his or her partner it's, it's okay it's completely okay but the thing is, it should. It's not always about sharing passwords or sharing phones or sharing content that's uh, inside the phone. If you show priority towards your partner, then it doesn't matter whether you share his or her password, whether you share the content of your phone with your partner. I will personally never not ask for her, her password because obviously, like, there's a thing called like a certain personal space that you have to give to each other, even if, like, let's say. If she asks for my passport by any chance, I, I have no hesitation in giving it to her. The past, like, so looking at, like, the dynamic that my parents had, it wasn't even a matter of my mom giving my dad access to her passwords. She's not the most tech savvy. And so when it came to things like online bill pay or anything, really, it was always my dad would create the account. Um, you know, even for her iPod, um, I'm pretty sure, like, my dad helped her set up her iTunes account. And if there was any issue, like, he would be the person she would go to. So looking at, like, their dynamic and just, like, the fact of the matter was that my mom had no passwords or she hadn't. Like, my dad had all the passwords, and so I think from that standpoint, like, I'm not necessarily opposed to it, but I can also understand, you know, the feeling of wanting some kind of privacy. Um, And so I have very mixed feelings because I keep all of my passwords in a password manager. It's encrypted, and so there's a password to get into the password manager. And so my mom and my brother have that password, those passwords. But I don't know that I would necessarily want, like, my mom looking at my Discord history. Um, 
um just because that might get a little weird but i also you know in a relationship i wouldn't necessarily have anything to hide so i would think of you know like like Div mentioned, it's me, like my space with my friends and not really something that I would extend to somebody else. Fair enough, absolutely. And I think that that also brings up the point of, you know, it's about establishing trust in a relationship. It's, you know, sometimes um, the four argument ends up being, well, you know, it, it actually helps people trust you. But kind of based on your answer, a thought came into my head about, it's also about you trusting that person um, and and you feeling, you know, comfortable enough and and genuinely you actually wanting to. So we'll move on. Paimon, do you have a question for us? Yeah, absolutely. So my initial opening question is what does it mean to be communicative and vulnerable in a relationship? I'll take this one first. I'll share like a little bit of a personal feeling there. I consider myself to be a pretty proud person. And what that means in a relationship of any kind is that it does take time for me to actually let people in past that initial interaction. And you translate that to being in a relationship, for me being vulnerable means just being able to express your emotions that you are feeling. And it doesn't have to be in that moment. It can definitely be after you've had a little think about it. But in order to form a deeper bond, you actually do need to let that other person know uh, how how you are feeling. And then from the other end, I think that basically the other part of your question of what does it mean to be communicative? I think that, um, that yeah, be, being able to let someone know what you're feeling and, and, and how something made you feel specifically, not definitely, you know, blaming the other person for that. And then from the other end, if someone is letting you know, understanding that they might have gone through a lot of internal struggle to actually be able to express that. And, and in that moment, they are extremely vulnerable, even if it is coming from a place of anger or or a place of hurt. It is important to kind of uh, recognize that this might be hard for them. Yeah, I absolutely love the thoughts that uh, that you shared, Amal, and, and the question that you posed, Paimon. And I think for me, vulnerability and communication ability, I think, stem from oneself, or at least I should say the understanding of it stems from oneself. So I am a huge proponent, and some of you may know this about me, some of you may be learning this for the first time, so that's great. The podcast is Today I Learned. <laughs> But for me, I think a huge ability um, in being able to be vulnerable and communicative on a level that you feel comfortable with and a level that you feel really relays the intent of what you're trying to say starts with you knowing yourself. You need to be vulnerable with yourself. You need to be very open and honest with yourself and establish that level of, you know, trust that the way you intonate the way you put something across, the way you think and then share those actions is something that is communicatable and relatable and also 100% authentic content that you're trying to put out there. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm sure we've all been in relationships where that is the case where sometimes you feel like you can't say something because you're not sure how 
what you're dropping is going to be received by the other person. And I feel that when you know that inherently about yourself, when you have that level of comfort and being vulnerable with, you know, your insecurities and, and your strengths and drawbacks and how to effectively communicate that to yourself and within yourself, you can project that towards another person with a lot of, you know, success. Yeah, 100% uh, agree with both of you, actually. And um, to touch upon, actually, well, um, you know, to go into a little bit of a more controversial subject is whether it's a toxic masculinity or toxic femininity is, you know, let's say, uh, let's say on, on the, uh, the husband or the boyfriend or whatever part, you know, there's, there's parts of society that have told that, oh, no, you know, uh, the, the guy should never show emotions or, you know, it's going to be bad and then, you know, you're going to show weakness and stuff like that, which is totally false. I believe that when it comes to vulnerability and communication, that is the key to continuously building a strong relationship with your significant other. Whether Again, whether it's, you know, boyfriend, fiance, girlfriend, fiance, husband, wife, um, you know, it's the... It's the cornerstone of how things are built. If you're vulnerable, if you say, hey, I'm struggling with uh, this mental health issue. I've been struggling at work. It's really been getting to me. It's better to communicate that right away than let it fester up. Because when you're vulnerable, when you're communicative, it's essentially stopping the problem before it gets into a monster. Because that sort of problem could eventually spiral a relationship out of control. And I believe that, you know, I agree with both of you. And it does come down to the um, how much a person wants to share, obviously. But uh, I believe that at least sharing whatever it is, whether it's good or bad, doesn't matter. Uh, it could really continuously build this uh, on a strong foundation for a relationship. Thank you so much. And there we have it, folks. It's time to wrap up this episode that focused on burning questions that we all have in relationships. We do have a part two for this. So definitely watch out because we just had way too many questions and way too many amazing insights. So definitely check out the second part when that is released. You were just listening to the Today I Learned podcast, which is hosted live on the Desi Pray Desi server and streams across all major platforms. You can also find us on Instagram and Clubhouse. 